0: Want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey Chad, good to see you tonight. Yeah, good evening. Robert couldn't be with us; um, he had to had somewhere else to be. But uh, you know, it happens. And I can tell you that in about, oh, I don't know, seven or eight weeks, I'm not going to be here. (laughs) Sometime in September, (laughs) I have a wedding out of town that I'm going to be doing and I'll have to go Friday night for the rehearsal. Um, So there will be a, a time in the next couple of weeks where I won't be here and hopefully I'll be here every day, every week until then, but you never know. It happens, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Things happen. Robert wasn't able to be here and, uh, but so it's just you and I, and that's good because we 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 have a topic, and we'll we'll get Robert next week. We'll we'll have him pick yep. the topic next week. But we've got a topic this week, and uh, yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. It's one that that I I asked you and Robert about this week, and yeah. actually, I probably ought to pull up you guys' answers as we're talking about this on my phone because you guys both had really good answers that 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 I really liked, okay. but. Uh, yeah, you guys both had, um, I really liked what you guys both said. And I'll try to pull it up here as we go. Um, but anyway, uh, so the point was that uh, the, the question that I had for Phil and Robert earlier this week was, I was listening to a pastor of a church called the Five Fold Church. And uh, she uh, she does a lot of like, Uh, public deliverance stuff like she does a lot of public preaching and stuff out in like the some park in LA somewhere Mm. and anyway she 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 had a video she's got a lot of videos she does a lot of videos on YouTube but the one particular video that kind of caught my attention was she was talking about to receive God from God there are certain principles that she believes that we should follow um you know all all kinds of things prayer and 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 you know uh all the all the things that make sense but one thing that she said caught my attention and i never really thought about it she said that to receive from god one of the principles are we have to place ourselves where the anointing is or where there is anointing and i thought I that I did a double take. I hit pause, I did a double take, and I really thought and prayed about that because what does that mean? Does that mean that that could mean different things, but I was think as I was thinking through it, I thought, does that mean that you know I uh, I can only uh seek and receive from God when Phil's on fire on a particular Sunday morning and he's he's really getting it or Robert when he's really on fire on a Sunday morning, and he's, you know, really, you know, uh, on fire for God that that morning, or where there's some kind of revival, or where there's some kind of worship service, and I thought, well, I've read stories where people um, have received from God on their living room couch, yep. or walking down the street or whatever by themselves. And I thought, so the question is, I guess, number one, what do we think about that? And then number two, what does it mean to be where the anointing is? And I think that Phil's, Phil's response in this text thing that we had with me and Phil and Robert, that was kind of Phil's point, I believe, but you go ahead. I'll, I'll let you give well, your thoughts.
0: Yeah. The first thing I, I said was I I, brought up second corinthians 317 where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now that's taken a little bit out of context but in a general sense you know god's spirit is everywhere but where he bestows his spirit where he places it upon people and of course it is indwelling in us but i'm talking the manifestation of the spirit of god not the indwelling spirit of god it, where he decides to do that, there's great freedom. So yes, in a sense, you know, go where the anointing is. Sure. I understand what she's saying, but at the same time, like you said, I think some of my greatest experiences with God have been where I'm sitting right here in this Mm -hmm. very room or Mm -hmm. on my couch. Now I did have one that changed my life tremendously coming up on four years ago now um, in a group setting with a highly anointed person. And that night changed my life drastically forever. Mm. But there have also been some very drastic changes between just me and God alone Mm. since that night, almost four years ago too. Mm. So yeah, that was my first thing I said was, you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. But then I I also asked you, you know, what I didn't quite understand the question. And then you kind of told me what you um, just said here. Um, So do you need to have a revival? Do you need to have a deliverance service? Those things help, but you don't need to go there just for that. I don't agree with that part. Mm -hmm. Um, and Robert, Robert had a really, really, really good point. Mm -hmm. Um, He said that, um, let me read exactly how he said it. Um, it's more, you see more healing and deliverance in people when they gather, because the expectation is greater. People are gathering already with a greater faith. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to that point, when Jesus healed people, I don't know how many times, countless times, we hear him say, your faith has healed you. Mm -hmm. No, your daughter is fine. Your faith has healed you, healed your daughter. Or -hmm. great is your faith. You know, the Syrophoenician woman, he says, hey, look, you know, I came for the children of the, the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and it's not fair to give the children's food to the dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jesus called that woman a dog, basically. (laughs) But then she follows it up with a great showing of faith. And he says, hey, you know what? You're healed. Your daughter's healed because of your faith. Mm -hmm. You go home, your daughter's going to be fine. And she was. Right. So it is, more than anything else, it's about faith.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's not about the person that is the anointed person. It's about the faith. Mm-hmm. You know, why did my life change so much four years ago? Because I went in there believing that God had been telling me for a couple of days, don't back out, go to this service. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go. Right. But I knew that God was telling me, so I went in faith. And then when I met this woman, as soon as I saw her, the Lord spoke to me and said, listen to her.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: knew that he was going to do something that night.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: I had faith. I believed. And yeah. He did,
1: yeah.
0: If I went in there mocking and calling her names, nothing would have changed for me,
1: right? That's so, true. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and one of the things she brought up, you know, in scripture, and she she was basing it on scripture, which was legit. But she said, you know, for people who sought, you know, whatever they sought from, you know, Jesus or the apostles, these people went to them. And and right. you know, they right. went in faith to them, and, right. and and it's like, okay, but that was in the very early church, and so uh, you know, again, the scripture is the scripture, but you know, uh, there's a transition even in the new testament after the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. and and you know, the the, it, the the scripture stops at some point very early in the church, you know. So it's not like we have modern day scripture that doesn't, we don't have that. But, but what we do have, what we do know is after the day of Pentecost, you know, we have, you know, Jesus said it also in scripture that we would do things even greater than he did. Yeah. You know, after he, after he ascended, after he was resurrected and that sort of thing. So he gave us that word. He gave us that truth and that promise. And I think that that's one thing that we have to remember, too, is, yes, there are people that are, you know, anointed and all that sort of thing. But, you know, we can't discount ourselves that we may be, that God may very well use all of us. And and God will use all of us if we have faith and if we're open to being used by him. Absolutely. 100%. You know, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm I'm sure and in some small way God's used all of us who who believe in him. And uh that's the thing that we have to be careful with 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 this is you know, to your point, like with what happened to you, you know, that that lady, that prophet or whatever she whatever mm-hmm. role She'd she like was it. in, she she spoke directly over you. Yes. And you know she was you know God led her to do that you know there's no one saying that um God doesn't kind of do that sort of thing with everybody that
2: absolutely
1: and a- anybody can be anointed in a given situation by God to say something to somebody you know I imagine I always kind of think about this sc- scenario of you know nurses you know nurses are working with very sick mm-hmm. people sometimes and 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 you know I think it's a God can use them as his vessels, as his, you know, God can use them, a nurse in situations with people. If the, if the, if the person has faith and, and listens and really listens and is obedient to God. And, And that's just one example that comes to mind. And it's like, are these people anybody special? No. And, 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 that's kind of where I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around all this, you know, there's, but I like Robert. I think Robert to your, like you said, Robert hit the nail on the head when we go to worship services or when we go to church services or when we go to a revival or something like that, or a conference or whatever, Robert hit the nail on the head. We are going with an expectation and we have a heightened faith that we are going to interact with god we're Mm -hmm. going to have a positive interaction with god you know and so i almost wonder well maybe we should do that every day (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah
0: we should you're absolutely right
1: yeah so as you're you're eating your bowl of cheerios in the morning and be like. God, I want to have an expectation of having a positive interaction with you today, whatever that is or whatever that means, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. he will honor that. Mm -hmm. But as Jesus told us in the parable of the sower and the seed, you know, some of the seed fell on rocky ground where um, it just couldn't take root and it dried up and Withered away and some fell among the thorns and the thorns choked it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course, some fell on the walking path and was just trampled underfoot. But the f- seeds that fell in the fertile ground, they grew and produced drop 30, 60, or 100 times mm-hmm. what was planted.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's very appropriate for today because we have so much that can choke us out so much that can be like just we're not getting planted or so much that just we we can't take root because there's just there's from false religions like new age is just taking off like crazy
2: Mm.
0: and then there's you know ball games on sundays you Mm. know t-ball and soccer games on sundays and i'm not you know coming down on any of the parents to take their kids to these things because really the organizers don't have to have those things on Sunday, but I mean, it's just all kinds of things that just steal our faith and our attention. But when we give to God, he will give back.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And what little we give him, we'll get a little back. The more we give him, the more we get back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people look at me and say, well, we are so close to God. And, and, you know, they say to put in a good word for me. And and that kind of irritates me because, I am striving to have a closer relationship with God every day and you should too. And Mm -hmm. not you Chad personally, but I mean, everybody listening and watching Mm -hmm. should all strive to have a closer relationship with God every day. It's not me. Who's doing anything for you. It's God who's doing it for you. Mm -hmm. I'm no one special. You're no one special. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you're absolutely right about that.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. You know, reaping and sowing—that's throughout Scripture. Yeah, I mean, all throughout Scripture. You know, Ian Ian used to say when 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 he would be on here. You know, there's a crimson thread of of Jesus throughout mm-hmm. throughout the Scripture, Old Testament, New Testament. Mm-hmm. What's well, the same with to me? I see it throughout Scripture, reaping and sowing. That's a consistent theme, and you know, it's kind of like you know, whatever. You know, whatever we sow into something, whether it's it's, you know, reading scripture over ourselves and our families, uh, you know, investing that time with our relationship with God. You know, um, the the thing that I've started to do instead of listening to heavy metal music is uh, while I'm on mowing my two and a half acres of grass for two hours. That's one of the times that I use to talk to God. And, and I'll, you know, I'll pray and I'll ask him questions and that sort of thing in that time. So, you know, uh, and in the car, you know, I've watched Phil driving his truck down the highway having a conversation, but there's nobody <laughs> on the other end of the phone. I mean, and, and sometimes it it's pretty animated. <laughs> I-
0: I got to start paying attention when you're watching me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but you but, know, in that moment, I don't care who's watching. Right. I'm talking to God. Yeah, right.
1: Man. We, right. We've had those conversations to where you, you yeah. were like, you were like, man, like I I was going up North, uh, this last weekend and boy, did, did, did I have a talk with God, you know, Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I, I've done that a lot, you know, and, and that you know 25 minute commute on the ride home or ride you know wherever um there's been a lot of that that's happened so you know if you know ian always said you know god's not a vending machine and that's a that's a great point but the thing about it is is god is a respecter of of when we invest our time in with him Mm -hmm. you know and 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 then when we listen, you know, when we listen, he will speak to us in, in various different ways. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's one of the reasons why in um church I have asked people to I put together these Bible reading plans for people to read. And I love that you called it a challenge. That was that was great. But anyway, I had somebody reach out to me this week and say, i'm reading it i don't understand it but i'm reading i said fantastic i didn't say read and understand i said read Mm because when you're reading it you're spending time with god you're learning about god you may not understand it but you're giving into him and he's giving back and eventually you'll understand it Mm -hmm. because he is going to be working he's it's better than just letting it sit there collect dust
1: Mm -hmm. so yeah well, and you know the one—that's one beautiful thing about modern technology. Phil, Phil, early before we hit the record button, Phil and I were talking about the the double-edged sword that's modern technology and cell phones. Yeah. But one thing about it is now, with with the with the you know YouTube and everything that's out there on the on the web and everything else, podcasts, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, when when I run into something I don't understand. You can be sure that there's 12 YouTube videos talking about it. Now, I'll listen to three or four and hopefully I can find some from people that I trust. But, you know, I'll listen to maybe two or three of them and try to discern from it and I'll ask God, okay? Well, you know, and and that's been very powerful for me. So, sometimes back to our original question and our original point of this, sometimes the anointings on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: and you know what? Let's talk for a minute about what, what we mean by anointing. Right. It is the spirit of God that let me back up before I go there. Everyone who believes the spirit of God dwells within you. That mm-hmm. is a promise from Jesus himself that those who believe the spirit of God will come upon them and will indwell them. And that is what gives us eternal life. So that's like the foundation. hmm. And then, as you read it in the Old Testament, you know, it drives me crazy that people say that the, whole, the Spirit didn't come until Pentecost. No, no, it came in a new way on at Pentecost. Right. God came that same way upon people. The Spirit of God came upon Moses. The Spirit of God came upon Joseph, upon Samson, upon David, upon um, Gideon, all kinds. The list goes on and on. The Spirit of God came upon them. Okay. The power that is, you know, God's spirit is not just one thing, it is beyond comprehension. It's we're talking, He is God, okay? Right. The Holy spirit is God. God came upon these people, He comes upon these people, people that are anointed in a way that sometimes it's just for a moment and sometimes it's for a lifetime. And it's important to know that and not every case but more than not these people have grown and have um gotten closer to god they've worked on they're reaping what they sowed now and i say not every case because god can pour his spirit upon anyone at any time Mm -hmm. he could have used osama bin laden to save to you know save a bunch of arabs by standing up and saying i believe that jesus was the messiah now he didn't do that but he could have. Okay, so it's not just a particular person. You can use anybody. Anybody watching or listening right now, God can come upon you and anoint you either for a moment or for a lifetime. And that's part of the process. And so it's not just a few people that are anointed. Anyone can receive this anointing. Mm -hmm. And it can be removed at any time too. Or, you know, there's times and, and it has... And I'm not trying to equate this with sin, okay? Because God has forgiven our sins. So don't say that, well, I, I still am stuck in this one sin. God's not that's not true. That's not true. You may be stuck in that sin, and part of the anointing will help you come out of that mm. sin. Okay. Mm. God chooses not because of because that that would then put it on us that the deeds that we do, good or bad. No, that's not how it works. It's God's sovereign choice to anoint or remove an anointing. And there's various reasons why. And sin may be part of it, but you can't just equate it automatically. It's not a one-to-one equation. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So anyone can have this anointing. I do from a very early age, before I even knew the Lord as Savior, it was about, I was about six years old. I knew that someone was talking to me. Okay. And I knew it was God. He told me it was Him. My youngest daughter is like this. She told me one time, uh, she was about six years old. She said, God is a bright, shining light. And I said, How do you know that? She said, He told me. I'm like, Okay. So, you know, who knows where that will go? from there but what i'm saying is it can happen to anybody at any age anytime um smith wigglesworth is that his name Yeah, yeah. he was 60 some years old when he really started in ministry and god anointed him in a powerful powerful way Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter how old or young you are it can happen so Mm -hmm. if we can let's get back to your original question for a second do you need to go to a revival or to an anointed person? No, but will it help if you do? I don't even want to say it that way. May you f- possibly find more healing or deliverance if you go to a revival or someone who's anointed? Possibly, but I've been to revival services that were revival in name only.
2: Mm.
0: They were not revival Services at all. And that's where we get into that. What I'm trying, what I've been trying to say is the spirit of God moves when the spirit of God wants to move. And where right. the spirit of God is, there's freedom. Mm-hmm. But we can't force it. Like right. you were kind of alluding to that earlier. We can't say Monday night, seven o'clock, I'm gonna have a revival. It doesn't
1: mean God's gonna show up just because are right.
0: calling it a revival.
1: Right. Okay. Field of dreams. God, God, <laughs> God doesn't really care about our field of dreams. <laughs> Great point. Uh, he cares about his field of dreams.
0: Right. The <laughs> revival that took place at Asbury this earlier this year. They, they didn't, didn't say, say hey, we're going to have a revival. Right. They just had a worship service and, and revival broke out. Right. Okay. So it just so happens that four years ago, on August 9th, 2019, I was told there's going to be a revival. And that's one of the reasons I didn't want to go is because it was called a revival. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I've been there before. But then the person who told me about it said, oh, well, there's a prophetess going to be there. And she's going to talk about spiritual warfare. And i went, oh,
2: mm-hmm. now I
0: want to go. <laughs> yeah. And here I experienced revival. Mm-hmm. A few others did that night, too. A few didn't. So the person who said this is not wrong, but is it a principle? I mean, it's a gray area, if you ask me. So I think you were right to kind of pull back and say, absolutely, you were right. Because if you question anything, take it to God. And that's what you
1: did. Right, right. And you know, I I think it's a matter of, I think she's I I think it's it's right and maybe misconstrued at the same time. Yeah. Because the whole thing revolves around if God tells you to go to whatever, Mm. then then that is what he wants you to do.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. So so it could vary in, in, in that context go where the anointing is that means go what go with whatever god tells you to do yeah you know that could be your car your living room couch phil's church service robert's church service phil's bible study whatever anything a revival go where god tells you to go yeah and and do what god tells you to do and that's where the anointing is
0: yes and you can ask God,
2: where mm-hmm. do
0: you want me to go? You don't have to wait for him to tell you. You can ask where yeah. do you want me to go.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, give me another example. 1992, I went to the Billy Graham crusade in Columbus, Ohio. And a friend from college years later said, Hey, I remember when you went to that Billy Graham crusade. Now look at you. And I thought Billy Graham didn't do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, I walked away from there that day the same as, as I walked in. Questioning, not really understanding, didn't really know God well. I didn't come out of there knowing God a whole lot better. I wasn't saved there. I was saved 10 years prior to that. So that didn't really change my life at all. But it was Billy Graham. So everybody assumes, <laughs> hey, he got saved at the Billy Graham crusade. Look at him No, No, that wasn't the way it was. Right. So it doesn't matter who the person is. It's what God is telling you. Or, in answer to your question, where should I go? Mm -hmm. To an anointed, Billy Graham was an anointed person, no doubt about it. Right. But, and he probably saved, brought a lot of people to salvation that particular day, Mm -hmm. but not everybody. Right. So, and if I look back, I don't think that God necessarily told me to go to that. I went with someone who wanted me to go to it who wanted to be a part of that. And I was like, "Okay, I'll go. So, you know. But God clearly took me somewhere four years ago in August 9th, 2019, and he had a big plan for me that night. I had no Mm. idea. Mm -hmm. So you're right. So, yeah. Faith is the thing, though. And when you say go where God tells you to go, that's faith. Mm -hmm. Because there's not a single person alive. Well, I shouldn't say that. There could be. Most people don't hear God the way Saul heard God on the road to Damascus before he became Paul.
2: Mm.
0: A loud, booming voice from heaven, and he was the only one that heard it. Most people don't have that Mm. in their life. Um, One time I did. (laughs) I was (laughs) almost made a huge mistake in my life um, regarding a job. I almost took a job I wasn't supposed to take. And as I'm falling asleep, I heard audibly, no. And it woke me up. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm looking around like, who's in my room? And I went, oh, that was you, God. Never heard that again. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take that job, thankfully. But, and you know, some people can say, well, you were falling asleep. (laughs) Okay, I don't care how you look at it. God spoke to me and I heard no quite loud. Don't take that job. So, but anyway, what I'm saying is it takes faith to step out and acting on what God's telling you to do. And you know Mm -hmm. what? You might be wrong sometimes, but the fact that you step out in faith, look at the people that Jesus healed. Did he look and say, okay, you touched me with your right hand? You should have touched me with your left hand. No. (laughs) He said, you came in faith. You are healed. Yeah. So don't, because when you try to say, well, I got to do it a certain way, that's why I I get hung up on the principle word. Yeah. The principle implies you got to do it a certain way. When you get hung up on that, that's where religion comes in. Yeah. And God's not going to honor that. He honors a heart that is seeking, not knowing, but desiring, not knowing the outcome, believing, even though we're not in control. That's what God honors. Mm -hmm. give your life to him and he will not let you down
1: Mm -hmm. yep every step of the way Mm -hmm. the anointing is wherever he wants it to be that's right that's right so
0: yeah um and you made a really good point earlier chad you know If you want to go to an anointed person and you want healing, that person could be you. If God so wills, ask him. You want healing? Tell God, I want healing. I believe you've already died for my healing. I want to experience it. And he may tell you, go see Chad. Go see Phil. Go see Robert. Go see Ian. He may tell you that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And if he does, and you come to me and say, God told me to come to you, you better believe that I am going to act on that. Because if God told you to do it, I'm going to do my part.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And if somebody would come to you, Chad, I would hope you would do it too. And I know Mm -hmm. you have. You've done it for me.
2: I should pray for
0: me. And you have. And it helped. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, you know, or God may say, your faith has healed you. Mm. or he may say go dip in the ohio river seven times <laughs> no don't do that because the current might take you away
1: <laughs> the Hey, you river don't have, have to jump in you do, you don't have to jump in you could just you know
0: stick your hand in yeah sure. yeah i mean you I know mean, if god tells you to do that please do that but I'm, I'm making a reference to naaman who was told to dip in the jordan river seven times which was filthy and he had leprosy but it cured him yeah and boy. Jesus made a reference to him, too, that his faith was greater than that of the Pharisees. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's all about faith. Yeah. Believing in what you cannot see and having the conviction that it's real.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Good stuff.
0: I'm doing a sermon about faith in a couple of weeks. weeks um, from Daniel and the lion's den so this is a good prep for that so thanks Chad
1: <laughs> yeah well the one thing the one cool thing that I love about Daniel was it was a was a teaching that Andrew Womack did and you know he's he and it, it, it 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 kind it doesn't really tie to this but it brings it up and it's a great point I I love it we talked about this before a year or so ago you know Andrew Womack said and a lot of people get this confused. Because even Andrew Womack early in his ministry did this. He said, I thought that I had to pray that that the principalities would be cleared and that, that, that the cloud cover would be cleared and that, to get my prayers through to God. And, you know, just like poor Daniel did, because Daniel had to wait. What was it? Three twenty-one three... days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, poor Daniel had to wait because, it, you know, that. Again, we're talking old covenant. Well, now you know Andrew Womack's like, wait a minute, we got the resurrection power of Jesus. We've got Jesus in us, and he said we don't have to look up when we pray. We look down when we pray. <laughs> that's right. He said that's why we look down. And he said sometimes some of us has more Jesus than others. He said it's right here, you know. <laughs> and and I love that because it it his whole teaching at that was about daniel you know yeah. in, in that in in the situation where he had to wait mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he said he said you know we've got the power of the holy spirit in us thank you jesus
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep amen amen that's something
0: we all need to believe more and maybe I'm saying that just for myself, I don't know, but we need to believe that we do have that power within us. I mean, I, I firmly believe it, but I I know I know that there was a time I didn't, and mm-hmm. I see that now in a lot of people that um they don't realize the power that is within us.
1: Well, and back to our original point: where's the anointing? Well, yeah. okay, go where yeah, the anointing right. is the anointing is within us i mean we we to some level to some degree we all if 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 you've confessed and said that Jesus is your lord and savior you've received the holy spirit you have it yep. you have it and and okay so where's the anointing the anointing is in the holy spirit absolutely so we, so we absolutely. ask it's not it's not phil's job it's not robert's job okay your pastor your pastor can't spoon feed you 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 need to ask god and and pray to god and have your your own relationship with god mm-hmm. but god is where the anointing is the holy spirit is where the anointing is more
0: and more i'm finding myself telling people they need to turn to god not that i don't want to help them but they need to turn to God and not come to me to turn to God for them. You know, what Right.
1: I mean? Yes, I do.
0: Yeah. Um, I just want to say, we're getting close on time, but I want to say one more thing about faith. It, it, kind of based on what you said about Andrew Walmack because I fell into this trap, too. You know, I got to clear the clouds, get rid of the principalities and whatever it may be. Clear the area so we can pray. That's okay, if it's done in faith. Mm -hmm. You're doing it because it's what you think you should do, or what someone taught you to do. And it's not done in faith; it's just done out of uh, like a ritual. Mm
2: -hmm. That's religion. Yeah.
0: Whatever your faith is, my faith is different than your faith, and it's different than the person walking down the street or listening to this or watching this. It's it's different. And I'm not here to tell you it's wrong. Because when you act in faith, if you are wrong, God will correct you and he will put you on the right path. But it's not our decision, our choice, our judgment to make. That's right. Had people told me, because I, I could look back and say there's times when my faith was was wrong. I, I did it in faith, but I, I realized now I was wrong. And had people told me, you're wrong, and tried to set me straight, might have set me on a different path. But God told me where I went wrong in a loving, gentle way. Mm-hmm. And now sometimes I see that in other people, but I don't jump out and say to them, hey, you're wrong. I ask God to help them the way he helped me. Mm-hmm. There's a parable that goes along with that. The the um, I believe it's the shrewd manager. We need Robert to tell us. He's the parable guy. But anyway... I'll stop now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, next week we'll let him pick a parable. Robert loves yeah, his parables.
0: He does love his parables. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we should let him do that. That's good. Yep. Good idea. Yep. Well, any final thoughts?
1: We're going to go where the anointing is and that's where God is.
0: That's right.
1: Wherever, wherever God is, whether it's in Phil's pickup truck or on my zero turn mower or. <laughs> that's right. Somewhere in between. We're going where the anointing is.
0: Yep. And don't be discouraged if it doesn't happen right away. Yeah. You know, you've prayed for me. I've prayed for you. And we haven't necessarily seen results immediately. Yeah. But we've seen results.
1: Yes, we have.
0: And so if you go to someone for healing, for deliverance, and you don't see the result, don't give up. And it doesn't mean that the person wasn't anointed. It doesn't mean that you did something wrong. It's all about timing. And God's timing is greater than ours. But I promise you this. God didn't ignore you. If you move in faith and you go where the anointing is in faith, because that's where God is. He hasn't ignored you. You just may not see the results yet. But you will. Mm-hmm. You absolutely will.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, and, and and not to go off the t- the topic too far, but I mean the whole thing about it is God's going to walk you on a path of restoration. Absolutely. He, you know, we're we're broken. We 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 are broken in a broken world. So, you know, when it comes to back to your point, God is very often going to take you on a path. He's going to walk you on a path of he's going to he's going to break old strongholds he's going to mm-hmm. uh heal old wounds he's going to d- take you on a path to get you to where yes he will take care of your problem but 1st he's going to take care of these bigger problems first
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah you're absolutely that's that's a great point yeah you know you may want this one thing taken care of but he's got to take care of this other thing that you may not see fully yet
2: that,
1: yeah
0: has to be out of the way before this problem can be taken care of that that's really good chat mm-hmm. yep patience yes takes time and that's something that we're out of right now <laughs> <laughs> so hey it was great talking to you tonight always a pleasure always yep and uh, hopefully we'll all three be back next week and uh if not then well it'll still be good
1: Oh, yeah. No matter what, it's good. And, you know, we get as much out of this as our listeners do, I think.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. I enjoy it. I look forward to it.
1: Yep. I do, too. It's a highlight of the week. And and definitely a reminder to everybody, hit us up with your questions. Hit us up with your ideas, your thoughts.
0: Absolutely. We'd love to answer them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm looking for the day that we can stump Chad.
1: (laughs) That's every moment of every day, Phil. All
0: right. Well, hey, um, until next week, have a great week. Have a great week. And we'll see you again next week.
1: Yep. Night.